Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to ali.vision. Hello and welcome to our weekly Energy Shot podcast. We are Matt Taylor and I am Nikolayana and we have decided to produce this podcast series in order to give you a weekly astrological update and energy shots, which will also include wisdom, coaching tools, healing practices, and some crystal transmission from time to time. And this is all for you in order to link into the higher realms and then to bring guidance into your own unique soul purpose path. How are you, Matt, this week? I'm well, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you. I could relax this weekend a little bit after we went live last week, Friday with my Ali. Was... You've had a number of changes in your life. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was very that's exciting. a good one. That's a nice one. Welcome. Welcome to the entrepreneurial world. Thank you very much. And my astrologer, you know the guy, it's, his name is Matt Taylor. Do you know him? He said we need to birth and yeah, we need to birth that baby at 4.17 a.m., which we, of course, we did exactly what he said, because this is what you need to do in the Aquarian age. You need to listen to your astrologers if you put out some new products. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, it was a good time, actually, yeah. we found on that day. So, yeah, and I'm well done for getting up and doing, doing it. We were seven people. And everybody, Nicole was a Taurian, so she, she made extra light, because it's an extra effort, no, for a Taurian to get out of bed at that early oh, in the yeah. morning. So <laughs> generated a lot of light in that, darling. Well done. Out of your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> well done and is it going well is it go did we get some some lookers did we get some you know traffic and all of those sort of web words yes we already have a first subscriptions from a couple oh, of people. well done yes That's a great we are very happy like with every person that is subscribing and doing the seven day free trial we're like mm. dancing in the office it's like really funny everyone's I know, it's like fun, oh my god it? we have another one and another yes. one yeah. it's so good excellent well, well done excellent well why don't people log on and try the seven day free trial yes you might, you might find some good 10 minute meditations to do Yes, you have meditations for Matt. I teach yes. yoga. Yes, and we have like a at all, we don't we? We have one hundred and twenty-four pieces of content between twenty minutes, uh, five minutes, and an uh, one and a half hours, which mm. are in three different languages already. So it's amazing, and there are new things mm. coming this month. It's so, very good. Yes. It's very good. It's excellent. It's, it just saves all that rattling around, trying to find good teachers, trying to find the right hours. You just download it in your home. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you get it all. You don't just get one thing. No, so, you get And you everything. get multiple times, you know, like five-minute thing or an hour-one-hour thing. Or, you know, it's great. Yeah. So, right, well done. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy. Yes. What's yes. going on with our planet friends and uh, asteroid friends and how are my planetarian friends going doing 
Right. So interestingly, we'll start off with Mercury retrograde because it's everybody's favourite. It's a, it's a, it's an easy win, no? As soon as you talk about that, everybody's ears prick up. It's yeah. the one thing in astrology <laughs> that when you say it, everybody <laughs> seems to go Mercury retrograde. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've got five other planets retrograding at the moment, but they don't. You don't win. Nobody anything. cares about them. <laughs> Mercury's There's back no in retrograde. For that. Yes. Yes. That's right. Now the interesting thing, if there isn't already enough the interesting thing about mercury retrograde this year is it's only retrograding in in the air signs so it'll only retrograde in gemini which it did earlier this year libra which is now and then it will go on and retrograde in aquarius uh, when we get round to that that month so all the three air signs get a retrograde now mercury is an air energy it assimilates with the air signs anyway because the air signs uh, rule the head. They rule your thoughts, decisions, words, you know, all the things that we rattle around in the brain and the mouth with, right? And so Mercury rules that as the planet information, okay? Now, interestingly, Kabbalistically, um, the human beings in the Zohar, which is a two and a half thousand year old text, which tells you week by week the energies of the week, right? So you get this kind of 52 week program. We call them weeks, they call them portions of energy. Now, in there, humans are called the speakers as the way that we are separated from the other kingdoms, right? As, you know, the way that we're separated from the rock kingdom or the vegetable kingdom or the animal kingdom, right? And so we are a human kingdom, but we are uh, particularly defined by, our, by the speaker, right? As the speaker. Why? Because speaking is how we create our reality. Right, so whatever we're speaking to about how from the energy we're using to speak from it, all of those things is how we create our reality. It's the abracadabra, right, of our magic is what we say. So why does Mercury retrograde so often? Why do we need it? Why is it inserted there? Is because this is the most powerful part of us, how we think and speak. That's why only and only consciousness is the way out of the the things that we don't want to be in right you can do all of the other things you know very well you can do your nlps and your but and, and and rewire to a certain degree but you're really only rewiring to a point i mean unless you're working on your spiritual consciousness and you know all sorts of things about you like your astrology like your past lives uh, like your repeated patterns then you never really break out and only through a teacher or a mentor, can you really have someone look at you and break you out of them, right? People try and do it by YouTube and all sorts of things. It's not really possible, right? So as good as all these tools are and as amazing as all these things are, and we should use them and they're very helpful and they take us to different places, really. It's, it's how we use our mouth at the end of the day to what we're speaking to. The shoulds, right, for example, and the can'ts, and I have tos, and all of these places that we energetically feel we have to move, right? Very negative places, okay? So uh, even on just that little level, you've probably got a lifetime worth of work, you know? But then when you get down to more <laughs> deeper traumas that you don't know you've got, and you've got all sorts of problems, right? Because even science has said that there's things in the subconscious, i.e. the head, uh, where uh, there are things in there that we don't know we have, and we're creating our reality from that. So all of these things we can't we can't break through on aren't even known to us, even though they're inside of us. Uh, so uh, this is the spiritual work. 
right? So Mercury retrogrades, whenever it does it, what it's helping to do is really like review and reassess on all of this thought and speech power, right? That is the foundation of our, you know, or is the tool or the vehicle for which we create our reality. So really all we're doing is uh, in these retrogrades is reassessing how I think and speak about things. And the retrograde brings things back into the hologram about where I need to do that, right? It reverses the film clip and goes, oh, you didn't speak to this so well. You didn't think about this so well, you could do better. And here it is all zooming back into your hologram. So you get another chance. You don't see it that way. You see like life is going forward, right? It's illusion actually. The, 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 the slides are backed up so you get to look at them again. So this is how you know, we do a retrograde is you need to be aware of what's coming back into your reality. And you need to be aware of how you're thinking and speaking to it. Now here in Libra, right, it's all about decisions. Librans by people are great at laying out all the decisions possible, but totally useless when it comes to making one. <laughs> Absolutely useless. <laughs> they're assessors they're great at assessments right they're great at laying out these are all the options right these are all the possibilities and for that they're very good right and here we're getting that right this is where we're, we're great at something this is where we all in in you know can see what the assessment could be Okay, so Mercury in Libra retrograding enables us to realign with where, what all the options are, right? And that's all we really can do in the month of Libra, right? We're finishing off the sign this week. It's the last three or four days that we have. And then we go into Scorpio. We go into the new moon of Scorpio. Western astrology will say it's something else, I know. But here spiritually, Kabbalistically, in line with the Zohar program of the 52 weeks, we are going in to the new moon of Scorpio. Scorpios are phenomenal at making decisions. They make decisions and they get very excited about it, very passionate about it. Nothing stops them. There's no procrastination like a Librant. There's no uh, like uh, uncertainty like a Librant. They don't, they don't know this. They, they just go for it, right? So here, the best way to play it out is finish up with your assessments. Really look at what your options are in these next three or four days. Uh, and then this phenomenal energy of, of the new moon of Scorpio cracks in. The interesting thing, Kabbalistically, I'm gonna jump and then, like, I know I'm not letting you in, Nicole, but I really do, <laughs> sorry. I just wanna finish this rounded piece, right? The interesting thing about the new moon of Scorpio is that Kabbalistically every month we have portals and we do a very you know, specific connections, Kabbalistic connections that allow us to connect to certain light, certain energies that keep us above the chaos. You know, we're still in challenge mode because that's part of the reality. But here in Scorpio, we have none. There are no Kabbalistic um, portal options except for the new moon and the full moon. There's no, there's nothing special in any day. So, for example, in, in Libra, we had the resetting of the soul. We had the, in Libra on that. 10th day is the only day that light is in, there is no negative energy. Uh, there's a whole week of, of being able to soften and bring in the, the surrounding light for the year. We have all sorts of connections in Libra. There's like seven, eight, nine, you know, on and on and on. And then we get into Scorpio and Kabbalistically. 
we have none. What the Kabbalists are saying is that the energy of Scorpio every day is so intense, is so powerful that we don't need one. So, yes, so that's right. So that's right. So we're really in, if you can assess honestly, right, which is something Librans do, Librans are quite honest, right? Uh, uh, Because they're looking at something and continually saying, this is the way it needs, you know, these are all the options and let's be clear and honest about it, right? If you can get to that point without judging yourself, as we've talked about, and you know, all the way through Libra, this is really about assessment. Then you get a Mercury retrograde in Libra, which heightens your ability to assess your life where you're at. Uh, Then, if you've done that well, uh, and you may have made some like clear things about where things need to go, then in the month of Scorpio, coming in already, more or less, uh, you will be able to start to activate those things. You may not even be conscious that you're activating them. You may not even know why you're activating them. But this is why we do astrology, right? Is to be, have more consciousness about, ah, now this is the month I can power forward. This is the month when all the things that I, I needed to clear out can start to happen. I was just thinking, like, I understand why so many people start to get depressed now. You know, in, back in the days where I was working in an international corporate job and, and traveling a lot for my work and all that, um, with beginning of October, November, December were always the times where people really, really started to deal with a lot of their dark um, emotions. And I, at the time, I didn't really understand it. I didn't really know why is it happening at this specific moment? Because for me, it, it was not very clear. I mean, I knew that it was autumn and I knew that there are many things um, to do with the sun, but it didn't make sense at all. But now listening to the knowledge of um, the Kabbalists and the knowing that in the month of Scorpio, there are no specific, you know, we had in the month of Libra, this high, high light vibrational energy fields That's right. that That's were right. coming yep. in and that were amplifying you know, the positive sides, but also they were showing us the negative sides. So we, we are a little bit aware of what's going on. And then going into Scorpio, which is, for me, Scorpio is like really, uh, and now what are you doing with that shit? <laughs> Scorpio's like, yes, uh, you really should have a look at that. <laughs> Scorpio is like your yeah. friend, which is like the heart one, you know, the, the heart friend, which is like not letting you slip with that you know, I met him again, or, you know, uh, we, we're in contact again. Your scope, your friend would be like, nah, not good. You should not do that. And you know that. And then you're like, and not this, this, since there is like no additional frequency coming in, it's like, really, you're down on you. And, you know, when you're suffering during those times, maybe it's time to get help from someone which is holding a higher vibration than you are and and directing you through your subconscious belief patterns and your subconscious mind in this month, um, especially. 
It's a really oh, it's fun. exactly it. Because it, it, all this thing that we're saying about not being able to access the subconscious and really see what's in there is exactly what Scorpio rules over. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And that's what I feel about, like, I understand, like, when you never have access to your subconscious mind, when you don't know what the subconscious does, when you don't know how triggers are functioning, how resonance works, when you don't understand the techniques that you can have or use in order to change subconscious belief patterns that are shown to you, or even have someone that shows you the blind ones. Like you were speaking before about the blind subconscious uh, patterning that we're having. And I think this is like the reason why you should get a, a coach, a therapist, a, a, a Matt or me or whoever. But this is the reason why you should do that because you cannot see what's blind to you. There is no chance that you're going to see your blind spots on your own. There's never the time that you will see them ever. They need to be reflected from the outside. And even if they are reflected from the outside, you won't understand them because they're blind. And someone needs, you have to imagine that the, those subconscious belief patterns, the blind ones, they're like in your subconscious area. You can imagine it like a landscape. And, but around them in your subconscious, there is like a ball, a mirroring ball. So the mirroring ball reflects everything around. Like, let's say we're in a desert and the subconscious belief pattern that you're blind about is in the desert. So what it does is if you look in the desert, you, you will only see desert because the, the, it's mirroring the outside area, right? It's like a ball around it and then it's mirroring. So when you look there, the only thing you see is desert and someone else someone from the outside will look at you and will be like i'm sorry but there's a ball a mirroring ball in your desert so let's break that one let's break that mirroring ball and then it's broken and then you can understand that little asshole demon that sits in your desert and makes you do things that you don't want to do all the time like People are breaking up. My ex-boyfriend used to break up with me because of his anxiety pattern, but he didn't want to break up. He didn't want to do that, but he did it anyways because it was subconscious behavior pattern and he didn't understand what to do with it. So you can look at things or not. And if you decide not to look at things, then October, November are very difficult for you. Yes, that's right. And so we get this Mercury retrograde in Libra giving assessment. And then soon, we'll, we'll, in the next three or four days, have these subconscious insights. So it's getting very powerful uh, if we can access the head and not react to it and not get personal about it. So these are the things, uh, reviewing decision making, reassessing, uh, going into your psychosis or your subconscious. Mm. Uh, also, what the Scorpio new moon brings in is extremes. Like people who are Scorpio live in a very strange extreme. They can go from happiness and joy into, oh my God, the world is attacking me in a split second. Right? So here, uh, the Kabbalists actually call the month of Scorpio Marsheshvan. And um, the word Mar is bitter. And if you invert the word Mar, you get Ram, which means sweet. 
And so here, the Kabbalists gave us the clue as to what the month is about. It's turning all our bitterness into sweetness. In other words, bitterness is, is, the, is the energy that is stuck in there, right? And it's turning, you know, when something is stuck and it gets a little off, I'm bitter and it's going, you know, thing, and it needs a revival, right? Because you can still revive it. It's like you're taking things that are, you're taking the light that's still there and you're reviving it. This is reincarnation. This is rejuvenation. This is how we turn something that is dying back to life again, right? This is like what happens with the 90s um, patterning for the, for the um, wardrobe at the moment with everyone. <laughs> oh, yes. Marie Kondo, right? You're oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So here in the, in, the, in the month of Scorpio, we can look at all these darkness, the, extremes of, the extreme areas of our darkness, which we should all do, right? Been doing doing it for 13 years i still have a teacher i meet every two three weeks and she doesn't you know constantly relentlessly unapologetically and i'm very grateful for it right there's no room for escape so so it's a, it's a great way to to really move forward right um but here um maybe people aren't ready for that but here is scorpio comes in and does it anyway right so it's like our it's like a you know a couple you know it's like an intense spiritual teacher there is no escape uh so we will either fall into the darkness which is great we need to go into darkness that's the whole sim symbolism of the kabbalistic story of adam and eve we fall right five thousand years ago not two thousand right so five thousand years ago when when the kabbalists created this adam and eve story it's about how we fell and we continue to fall we all fall right and we're meant to fall because we're meant to go into that darkness right it's meant to be there we're all hiding it we're all ashamed of it right nobody wants to admit it and we all veneer over the top of it and then we're in trouble when we veneer uh right so so here is in the month of scorpio we allow ourselves to fall in because light's there there's a whole heap of light that is concealed in there and we're meant to be revealing it the only way to reveal light in our life is through darkness so interestingly, Kabbalistically or spiritually, it's the second month of the year. So the, the Libra is the month we were all born, right? It is the Adam and Eve uh, month. We all come out of that one soul and we are now forming a reality, right? That's why we can assess is because we're now thrown into the holographic reality. Here in the month of Scorpio, we get to really look at where we're on and off where we're good and bad, right? And to transform that, well, inverted commas, negativity, which is all the blockages, all the limited behaviors, all the reactive system that doesn't allow us to do new behaviors, new thoughts, new words, and transform it into a great light. So this is why it's, there's so much power in the month of Scorpio. If you're going to harness it, uh, you, are, you are transmuting yourself, reincarnating yourself, reviving yourself, transforming yourself. This is what the whole month of Scorpio is about. This is what we've come to learn in the second month, how to transform. Yeah, I, I feel um, for me, this time was always also a time of um, not only reviewing myself, because that's what I do anyways, all the time since 25 years. But um, you know, this, this time of the year is when you're living in the Northern Hemisphere, at least somewhere, um, is also the time of harvesting and the time of um, getting, 
getting togethers and the time, the time of um, thankfulness and, and, and compassion towards Mother Nature. And it's interesting enough that um, they say that at this time, the plants are um, the, 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 the whole vegetables and plants which are harvested, the plants are in their highest vibration. So if you, if you want to, you can very beautifully um, use um, herbs, teas, and etc. to support your physical body because the plants have such a high vibration and doing that is supporting your body to release the vibrations that you're releasing on a mental level at the same time and like really the release to be thankful for what was given by mother nature and i think i i personally love this this autumn time and when it's getting darker and the lights are getting out again from the christmas decorations everywhere and you know it's it's one of my favorite times of the year because it's i also love this cuddle muddle energy that it's everywhere like you know staying more in going inwards looking within but also feeling within and it's a very for, for me a scorpio is a very physical sign i don't know why but i always have this oh they have tremendous endurance i mean it's all the sign of power right the scorpio will go is a little bit like leo they will just go on and on and on until the job is done they're extraordinary manifestors be, be beyond what any other sign can do wow absolutely Yes. Uh, so once you crack your code, because life is a code. My Mercury is in Scorpio. Right. So life is a code, right? And so once you crack your code, right, you can go on, right? You can break through something. You can, mm. you can crack, right? When you're out of your matrix, you're out of your harmony, right? So, so people who have planets in Mercury, whatever that planet is, you get an extra like a, a strength with that, an extra power with that, an extra endurance with that. I mean, we all have something in there, but you know, one planet or another, something will fall in Scorpio, right? So, so you know, but in, whatever it is that's in there, you get an extra intensity about it. What also happens this week, and we'll feel the full force of it next week, is Pluto goes forward. Now, Mars and Pluto rule Scorpio and Mars and Pluto has been retrograding for, I don't know, usually about five months. So now it's unwinding itself and it's about to go forward this week. So here, as we go into the new moon of Scorpio, Pluto goes into its full power. Now, Pluto at the moment is in Capricorn. Capricorn is, uh, you know, the structures, the systems, right? And Pluto removes what's old right it, it cleanses out it is a detox and you are in the month of detoxing because you're in scorpio so all your old structures all your old embedded systems all the things that you have created into a little hierarchy and a pyramid and you know <laughs> yeah uh, this is the structure in which it works and i find <laughs> there being annihilated by absolutely being done now you can see this playing out in the bigger field with governments and banks and all of that interestingly if I can just go off track, sort of off track. Pluto went by uh, the son of Britain. The son of Britain 
is about 10 degrees Capricorn. And it went past there in about 2015, 2016, when Brexit happened, right? And you can see the destruction it causes, all the breakdown of its institutions, all the breakdown of its government, and now we're still seeing, right? Five years later, all the breakdown of its supply systems, it's all its structures, yeah? All the structures that kept it going are being annihilated. What's a little bit worse, if that isn't bad enough, is that in about February, or January of this year, Pluto will go by the Pluto of the United States of America. And you will see it's a complete and utter collapse. Uh, uh, I don't think we see it yet. I mean, we see many things in the past year brimming and then it retrograded and it went away. Yes, and now it's gonna go forward and it's about 24 degrees Pluto and about 27 degrees Pluto. Pluto moves very slowly, so you know, we're not gonna see it soon, but certainly in about three or four or five months, we will start to see the, the downfall. Uh, it's already happening as in terms of a economic power, in terms of a military power. We saw that with Afghanistan, right? It's not the military power that it perceives itself to be. Uh, it's not the economic power it perceives to be. Economics is very concentrated. Right, uh, it's just tied up in about 20 billionaires. So when you go in there and you just probe a little bit lower, there's actually not a lot of wealth. Most people in the United States of America are living month to month. Well, my friend Bettina always says um, the United States is kind of a third world country, except of two or three places. Yes, yes. And if you go there and you go to a city, all the, all the wealth is in like about... Uh, in the center and if you go out of the center uh, you go into this you, you go into this uh, like uh, yeah something you know now interestingly capricorn also rules the middle class and when pluto's in there it's destroying things right uh, in order to rebuild it's not just like oh i'll just knock it down and, you know, no no <laughs> it's order to like take out all the gank right so here we're seeing also the destruction of the middle class so you know and we'll see it for about another two years and then it will leave us alone right so uh so interestingly uh taurus rules upper class not royalty but upper class and it's uranus in there so it's it's also breaking things down in the upper class it's shaking things up Elect oh. yes and uh, the working class is ruled by Virgo, where we have trans-Pluto, which is the value system. So we're actually all moving into working class values. And we're turning back to, we'll start to see, you know, uh, the minimum wage, uh, rights protect. These are things that are, are sort of there in the United States, but we will see more power going into the working class, which is where no power exists in, yeah. in the United States of America. So, um, which is which I don't agree with, I don't disagree with all of Trump. I mean, Trump was very uh, divisive, right? And so, very you know, the way, the way he spoke was separating people out. But we did have phenomenal peace outside of the United States, right? All the, all the shenanigans were moved inside the United States. And he, you got a very clear problem of what is wrong with the United States on many issues. Uh, from, you know, it's, it's, it's the way it treats itself, its own people, and all sorts of things. You could clearly see he could push buttons, and he knew where people were emotional. Now, who owns that problem? Well, the people, obviously, if you can go in of and press, press a button, it's inside the people. And what Pluto does is it brings out all the things that we try to hide, right? So we're going to get this phenomenal revolution ultimately, destru uh, firstly, destruction, ultimately, you know, a lot of light. Uh, that's what 
Scorpio and Pluto does, but we will see all sorts of problems. The third problem that's coming down the track in astrology is that the North Node, which rules where we all have a karma to do, will move into Taurus. And when the North Node is in Taurus, we learn to detach. Taurus is a very possessive sign, right? It's where we want to earn things, uh, earn our money, earn our material reality. Nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with having a lot, nothing wrong with having abundance. But the negativity of it is possession. And so here, the things for the United States, which, you know, aligns itself with how much you own, how much you earn, how much you possess, right? And you'd go out and you make it happen, right? It's all unwinding. That whole uh, extreme capitalism system for the United States will, will show where the problems are. Now, there's problems in all politics. I mean, I'm not politically aligned to anything. I think there's good in all sides of politics, right? there's some good in everything but here we have the most extreme capitalistic system we have pluto we have taurus north node all lining up uh, we're going into the month of scorpio and we will see what happens by february next year about their economic con condition it could change very quickly yeah i mean it's about time that the, the power structure on the planet earth changes because what's basically going on at the moment is that the united states is since the 1940s is um and the the role in the first and second world war what they're doing is is they're they're making rules for the whole planet you know Every embargo is just an embargo because the United States says so. The United States are starving people to death in Syria, people to death in Lebanon. They're starving people to death in Cuba. Like, and this is just because like, when they say there is an embargo, for example, and you're not allowed to trade any business with them, you're not allowed to bring in food, bring in whatever, the ships cannot go there. The, the the society cannot function anymore. So this is all coming from the United States and the whole world plays the game. The whole world obeys to what they say. Every war in the last 50 years, uh, like majority of the wars, I think it's 93 something percent of war has been started by the United States. Never won. And never won by the United there States. There is nothing to win. <laughs> they go there into these countries and the minute it's that they war. leave, it all goes back to the way it was. Yes. So they've changed nothing. So you know what I mean? Of course so, not. It was never so, about change. It was always about oil and gas and succession exactly. and, and exactly. natural um, natural resources and it was never about anything else all the big companies that are doing damage to planet earth like monsanto like all those big pesticide companies those are all american companies and it's really really fascinating like how a whole country like having an internal structure of a third world country, like not taking care of their people, not having a health system functioning, not being social, not having children for in the school for free, not, like their basic human needs not met. 
because everything is capitalistic, but then investing billions and billions and trillions of dollars for wars outside of their own country instead of looking within. And I think yeah. this will bite them in the ass. I, well, it is. It is already. I mean, we, we yeah. can see it's starting to happen. In Afghanistan was just the, the, the thing that we all saw so clearly. I mean, we, I mean we'd never, it's always the same, but this time we really see it clearly. It makes yeah. no change. Uh, what happened the week after they left is that people within Afghanistan, predominantly women, took to the streets and started to uh, protest against the, you know, they did it themselves. The change came from within. Uh, I'm not saying that's the, you know, that they don't need help. Obviously they do. But the way that this is going on. I don't think they need help. The way it's going about through military forces, it, it never works. And so we're starting to see the unraveling very much. Uh, and we also see uh, uh, the, 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 peop the people that are elected are very ineffectual. They can't break through. They just try to you know, do many things over the past two or three months through their government. And they can't get anything passed. So, you know, there, there's no power there to actually make any change. Uh, so all of this starts to unwind, we can see very clearly, and that will have repercussions. It will have repercussions greater than it did uh, for, the, for the United Kingdom, um, because it's, it's Pluto, not only mm. it's, it's mm -hmm. Sun, right? So, uh, so it will be very strong. I hope really for the United States that this uh, Pluto running over Pluto will give them the opportunity to open up their well, It's mind. a rebirth. It's yeah, a it's a rebirth and to, you know, open up, up the mind, not only for minimum wage, but maybe for fixed income for each person living there mm. instead, you know, like real, real change. Because I think it's about time. Like if you are the most powerful country in the world, which I doubt, but if they would be the most powerful country in the world, shouldn't change and new visions and new ideas come from that country shouldn't it be in a leader role shouldn't a leader be a like visionary and lead into new places no and that's not what they're doing it's not what like the the countries that are leading new ways of thinking new ways of societies are norway sweden and denmark those are the countries which are like always happy Far ahead, far <laughs> yeah. ahead of everybody else. Always they, happening. They stopped yes. all the corona measurements now. They're like, no, this is not working like that. We will not have this passport, this vaccine passport. We will not bother our people like that. Because those are countries that understand that in order to have a sovereign person living in a sovereign country, you need to give them free will. And this is what the United States never understood, and many other big, big countries as well. well that's, it. that's the irony of it, isn't it? That it's a country based on freedom, but very few, nobody has it. <laughs> nobody um, has it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, very, that's right, nobody has it. So that's another thing that we will see unravel as well. Um, so, you know, there's many things that we will see unravel as well, and that we'll, we all see as obvious when we're outside, but we don't see when we're inside it. We don't see yeah. the problems, yes. So it's, and it's easy for us to outside look in, but when you're in it, uh, you don't see it. That's and why of you course, need someone I, mean, <laughs> I love the United States. Uh, for me, it's a tragedy that, that I cannot um, travel there anymore at the moment. But 
because so it's like any other country it has all things that need to be uprooted. yes and, and it's just well. like i really would wish like if someone of you is interested in history like of the past 50 years there's this um freedom there's one historian his name is daniele ganzer and he's a historian he's uh teaching on the university in zurich and in basel and he's he wrote several books and he has really, really interesting um, uh, YouTube videos on uh, the role of the United States in the past 50 years when mm. it comes to war and everything. So maybe go, go and have a look there if, if mm. this is something that is interesting for you. And he plays this beautiful game, this reverse reality game. And um, I would like to I would like to introduce you into that because I think it's really interesting. The reverse reality game, he says, imagine that um, Iraq thinks that the current president of the United States, in this case Joe Biden, um, is a despot and a dictator and is is a terrible, terrible president. And then Iraq decides because this is such a terrible person um, that they fly over there with their military. They go into Washington city, they kill the president. Then they tear down all the stages of old presidents and old um, structure of the United States. Then they fight against the Americans and, but they say it's for them. Yes. And I find this mind game when I heard it like 10 years ago, the first time mm -hmm. I was like blown for me. That was like, Oh my God, mm -hmm. is this what happened? Yes, of course. And it, it's, it's, is happening as right the other way around. And we tend to, we, we get spun into thinking that it's all okay. But I think really do think that in this last case of Afghanistan, we all see through it. And finally we all see through it. So, you know, it, it can't go on. With, with this kind of thing. And there'll be all sorts of other ways in which America can't go on doing what it's doing. Um, so that I have only one more point to make, but I'll come to it next week. We've been going for a while. <laughs> I'll save it all to next week, shall I? <laughs> so I'll, yes, I'll restrict at this point, but I think we've made a great a conversation about the power of Pluto, about the new moon of Scorpio, and, and what is ahead over the next three or four weeks. And then after that, um, we also have some interesting moments in, in the history of our world coming. Yes, mm. very interesting. Thank you very much for all those insights. I love it. it. It's a pleasure. Um, I'm having today a crystal transmission. And for all of you that are on the podcast, we have a YouTube video out now on LA Vision YouTube, a weekly energy shot podcast. And um the crystal is you can see it there and um if you want to receive what the crystal is giving then you just give your internal okay this crystal is um holding masculine structure underneath and it supports us to to um have masculine structures in our traumatic pieces in the subconscious area so then change can start to happening from a safe and sacred ground and this safe and sacred masculine structure of this crystal 
is um, coming through right now. So if you feel guided towards that, you can give your internal okay. Take a deep inhale. And exhale. And open your mind, your heart, your chakras, your body for the transmission. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And we wish you an amazing and wonderful week. If you have any specific questions to us, don't hesitate to drop us an email or to DM us on Instagram or any other social media accounts that we're having. And we wish you an amazing week. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.